Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. had some weird ass jobs you went from a funeral home to a dueling piano bar to a potato bar uh, you know the potato restaurant like i'm memorizing all of your ridiculous things now but now you're working uh tell the good people you're working with a career counselor Correct. so you're how many weeks in three okay and uh what what have you done any like venn diagramming any sort of rorschach tests how was a little it? bit yeah what's, what's yeah, the process yeah, yeah, yeah. the process is um he asks you questions and you cry. No, he's like, uh, this isn't a therapy session. I said, you're awesome. I don't want a therapy session. Why did he say that? Because it, people misconstrue what it is. Okay. You know, it's like, we're not digging deep into why your parents didn't hold you. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. I'm not paying you for that. Yeah. That's great. No, great, I'd like great, to great. find out what I'm good at. Okay. So what do they do? Um, it is like a lot of like, you know, um, looking at, what you've been doing and the thought process of why you're, you have made these choices. Right. And then, um, like, well, what do you really want to do? And I'm like, I hate this question. Why do you hate this question? And I'm like, cause I don't know. It's like, of course, you know, what do you like in life? And then we kind of go down that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, why don't you go down that path? Why don't you go? Down? Well, I thought it was because of, and he's like, see, you didn't go. You, you've already, you've stopped, already stopped so. yourself before you really tried it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That, so it is becoming therapy. Yes and no, but then it gets down to, oh, and then it, it almost lets you start to dream again because he's like, oh. you know, well, dream of like, oh, this is a possibility. Oh, yeah. Well, have you ever thought about taking a, you know, uh, a class on cutting hair? Hmm, no. Why? Because it's a dead end. But I'm like, oh, that's So you why. undercut yourself before you've ever gotten right. off the launch pad. Yeah. He's like, what did you not want to do? I said, sit at a desk all day. What are you doing? I'm sitting at a desk all day. <laughs> So again, it's like it's like that Vicky Cristina Barcelona where it was like, and he lived the rest of his life uh, only knowing what he didn't want, you right. know? So it's time for you to decide what you do. I'm fascinated that we listeners, it's myself included, are going on this, this journey with you to find yourself. You know, it's funny. I thought recently, I was like, I want to go into politics. Isn't that nuts? It's because I've been watching everything that's happening in the Ukraine. And now I'm like, well, I could go over there and fight. I could be like that Canadian sniper, right? Yeah. There's a guy who's the best sniper in the world. Do you know this? Oh, I think you told me about this. His name is Wally? Yes. Yeah, and he just shipped himself over there. So he's like somewhere on the ground in the Ukraine. First of all, how do you discover that you're the best sniper in the world? Is there an award ceremony? I mean, like without the SAG awards. I don't know. All of a sudden we were walking down the street and then she just dropped dead. And then I looked down and there was a bullet in her head. And then I looked up and it was Wally and I applauded because he's the best. (laughs) Waving like Forrest Gump. Hey! You've been hit by Wally. There's his tagline. Gotcha. (laughs) Wally is the person person next to the person that's dead on the street gets a phone call. Hello? Hey, it's Wally. She's good, right? She's dead. Why? Where are you? I'm in Arizona. I'm in Ohio. I know. You are the best. <laughs> Beginning of like a 1980s sitcom. Oh, Wally. Wally, the fancy sniper. He got me all the way from Texas, and I'm in Vermont. Oh, Wally. 
Wally, the famous sniper, on his way to the Ukraine. <laughs> Wally. See, you got to be the... He's put in his 10,000 hours of killing, and he's ready for this moment. He's like, that's why an actor always is prepared. Exactly. Wally is also always prepared. Mm -hmm. But I've been looking at so much of it, and I was like, I'm talking to my father, you know, and he's given me the the father history breakdown, Mm -hmm. which is history by my father, Mm -hmm. Yogi Bear. Uh So uh, what you want to do if you uh, get into uh, politics is uh, you got to start small, and uh, you got to get a super pick. So he's walking me through. I was, you know, I was like, I could do this. Look, this. I think Zelensky is making us all dream inappropriately. Like that guy was a comedian, mm-hmm. and now he's like the president of Ukraine, and now he is forever known as history as the guy is the Vladimir who stood up to the Vladimir. Correct. That is, he has made history. So I think he's making all comics go like shit. I, who knew that like open mics in New York could prepare me to lead the free world? But I am in. I mean, I guess I am a little lazy in comparison to him. I know. And then I did a show with Al Franken, mm-hmm. another you know comic turned senator turned uh, shame. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. He he looks like a guy in Vermont too. He like wore a flannel on stage. I, I go to bring him up. He goes to hug me, and I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> There was a softness. It was like, oh, but he tried to hug you with his hands in front of you, just groping you. Not touching. I'm not touching. (laughs) Hands straight up in the air. But I'm like, you know, this is a weird. And whenever I would go to Chinese food restaurants with my parents growing up, and they always had the Chinese food placemat, which was giving you your zodiac sign every time. I was obsessed when I would sit down because it said Sagittarius. You are meant to be an actor, a politician, Uh or a priest. Which is a good segue. Because today we're talking about priests, aren't we? So maybe Jonas Priest. No, that wasn't intentional. That was so totally serious. Oh, shit. Could you imagine me being a priest? You know, Mike, no. But I (laughs) I toyed with it. Did you really? And my grandmother would have loved it if I was a priest. Did you have to say toyed? Yeah. Really? You told her that you wanted to be a priest? Well, she's like, it wouldn't be great, Father O'Brien. I'm like, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be a garbage man. You said I, that? I liked our garbage. <laughs> like, um, uh, maybe, maybe not. Would you want to be a priest now? You could go and do that. You'd be wicked good. No, I don't understand it. I really don't. Are they still being celibate? Are we still living this lie? I don't know. That I'm not too sure. I have questions. But anyway, the Chinese food restaurant said that I'd be very good at it. But also politicians. So I, I was like, what would it be? To get involved with politics. A, I'm young enough. I'm I'm younger than anybody else would be. Sure. Except for AOC, who's like a fetus. Right. Um, Yeah. But, I, I, you know, my thing is then what would happen is I would want to get involved in politics, but I would want to be at like the highest level sure. right away. Like I want to go to work at the White House. I don't right. want to have to be a state comptroller who has to work their way up to like, you know, town representative and state legislature, blah, blah, blah. But I just want to leap. But still like 10 minutes at the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Al's doing it. Why not? I can work the day fighting for the common man, and mm-hmm. then I can make fun of the common man at night. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Or you can be the president of the United States and make fun of the common man as you're running the country. Absolutely. 
That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about Anything's possible. <laughs> the others. That was so nice. Who was I talking to about? The Hall of Presidents is going to be a thrill ride. <laughs> oh, my God. So, what is your favorite? What's your craziest ride you've ever been on? Hall of Presidents. Didn't see I that threw turn. up three times on that ride. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I did I not see that coming. <laughs> and also, as if I were president, I'd be like, where are you putting me? On the stage, because now the most current president is always like towards the front. Mm -hmm. But then there's definitely a pecking order on that stage because Trump was in front last time. And now if you go back, he's like in the back. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like he's in the storage facility. He's behind a drape. (laughs) You only see that in face. He's there. He's there, you guys. But we we just had to put him where he belonged. Oh, he's throwing something out. He's like bent over behind a desk. (laughs) He's like with Monroe or like one of the, we put him by Taft. We don't care about that one anymore. It's like one of those, it's like the Willy Wonka ride when they're like, oh, this is just a boat ride. And then it goes into the fucking disaster. Like, <laughs> There's no like, earthly way of knowing. Right? It's like you kind of, you get to Clinton and then you get to the second term of Clinton. You're like, oh God. And then it just kind of Everybody like, comes out soaked and like yeah. nobody told us to wear a parka on the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> you get to George W. Bush, the second one. And you're like, oh shit. And then it goes Barack Obama. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, nice, and then nice. like somebody cuts and his then, head off a chicken. And, and then all of a sudden like <laughs> Trump comes and it's like, <laughs> like the wheel falls off the, the fucking track. There were no seatbelts like, on that ride. Shit. I hurt my lumbar spine on Hall of Presidents. People get off. People get on the ride like super happy and they get off the ride like, oh my you God. You see people get dumped out those doors and they're like sweating and clammy and red. They're just throwing up and just being like, I gotta sit like, down like sitting like with their hands between their knees. I don't know what happened. Oh my God. <laughs> And then there's always that one Southern chach who's like, you want to go on it again? <laughs> but then people are like, what kind of ride is What's that? in there? What did you guys just come off of? Hollow presidents. presidents. Oh, do I not recommend. We're... Oh, oh. I think I need to take a break and go back to the hotel and <laughs> go in the pool for a while. <laughs> there's like a paramedic coming out. Ma'am, are you okay? I, I didn't see that coming. There's a rally show host. Alternative facts. I don't know what that means. My brain hurts. It made me so dizzy. (laughs) It's the upside down. I don't understand. He said fake news, and then I blacked out on a turn. (laughs) And now there's a really old guy in there. I mean, it's ricocheting all over the place. And then his dead dad is now the president. I don't know what this is. Alternative facts. Uh, Grabbed him by the the pussy, and then he became president. Ma'am, ma'am, you're going to be fine. Just come with us to the first aid tent. I can't make it. I go without me. God damn it, Carl. This happens all the time. We get like three of these a day now. I think we should. Should change the exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> we should at least add seatbelts and puke bags. We are at Hall of Presidents six times now. <laughs> it always starts with that blue dress when they hit Clinton's second term. <laughs> Alternative <laughs> bag. But I would like it if they made Biden one of the one of the haunted mansion characters. Just like a, it's just a hologram. Like just like a head floating. <laughs> You, you, it's like the the Willy Wonka ride. You get to like Trump, and then all of a sudden you see like like <laughs> Kellyanne Conway like yeah. up like yeah. Slugsworth. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Kellyanne, and then what's her name? 
Huckabee oh, Smith or whatever yeah. the fuck her name is. And you're just like, what is, who's yeah, that? And like Kimberly Guilfoyle's just <laughs> yeah. like, <"Arr-> Oh my! Like, that is starts, the roughest ride I have ever been on. It's like it starts out so promising. Four score and seven years ago. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's sweet. Like uh, when <laughs> I just like the visual of the people dumping out the side doors at the end. Like, do not go on that ride, you guys. Do not. You're not ready for what happens at the end. It Why is... is there a lot of corkscrews? You can say that again. <laughs> Ask not what you can do for your country. And it's like, oh, that's so sweet. And then it's like, oh, God. He gets shot. <laughs> he gets shot. What a sweet present. Oh, my God. He's dead. They just like, it goes from like very like immersive. It's Why like, is William Taft in the back smoking a cigarette? <laughs> It just goes off the rails. Kennedy gets shot, and then all of a sudden, like something explodes in your in your car ride. Exactly. Like everyone's covered with blood. It's like the the Bugs Life ride where yeah. everything's interactive. It's yeah. like a, a you know a gallery like, oh! show. People come out of the ride covered in blood. They're like <laughs> what, what happened, happened in there? there? It's like every time they hit Kennedy, it's just <laughs> it's like oh, it's like the Waterloo. If you're sitting in front, and you're you gonna get, wet. get hit the hardest. <laughs> We tell you to bring that slicker. No one ever pays attention. It's like Splash Mountain, but with blood. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a hell of a thrill ride. <laughs> the Trump rides Rudy Giuliani in front of that fourth season. No! How do I get out? No! Oh, my God. Who's that? His face is sweating brown in front of a fourth season's gift shop. Whatever the fuck it was. Landscaping. <laughs> How do you write this one? You don't. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on you to your to, pants. Wait till we get to January 6th. What happens then? You don't want to know. But it's coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, please put on your seatbelt. We're headed towards January. January 6th. Woo! <laughs> Everybody's arms go up in the air. <laughs> Can you imagine the gift shop? Just like the pictures. <laughs> the picture part. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then when it finally ends, there's just somebody at the at the bottom just being like, you can enjoy some dipping Dots. In the- <laughs> I don't, don't want any more. I'm good. Is I'm there good. a bar here or a therapist or a priest? <laughs> All Ed Hardy shirts being sold in the gift shop. <laughs> Buckle up. January 6th is coming. This may be my favorite thing ever. <laughs> It's a hell of a ride, that Hall of Presidents. Haunted Hall of Presidents ride. Wow. Why is that tie so long? (laughs) He's so rumpled. I don't understand. Oh, my God. If only I knew more names of presidents, this bit could go on forever. Forever. But I've forgotten most of them. So it's time now at last, I think. (laughs) Don't you think? Nixon's like... It's actually not. They actually put Nixon back up there. They're like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? You deserve a place like, up here, too. <laughs> they get to him. He's like, guys, this is nothing. You have to say nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> you do not know what's going on. I'm getting are, forgiven two, for Watergate. His two arms are up like, see this? A couple more years. I'm going to be a drop in the I'm bucket. I'm going to be a saint <laughs> compared to what's, what's coming down the pipeline. Mother Teresa. <laughs> Whoa, just you know what? You're gonna Skip say what gate? Water, huh? 
<laughs> You're not going to care. <laughs> you have no idea what's happening. Madison's like, I didn't do anything. I'm I just sitting I just, in a, I don't I even don't know, know what the fuck I did. I just stood there for about four years. <laughs> oh, God. I think we're well lubed. What do oh, you yes, say? I think Jesus, so. Jesus, it's only been five hours. That's right. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, David Allen Greer. And I'm Dua Lipa. And we're coming to you from the Maha Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Your Majesty, you look like the piss boy. And you look like a bucket of shit. You sure do. And so do we, because this week, like all shitty weeks, we are bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're bringing them to the uh, car dealership and we're trading them in for a better, shinier model. And we're reading their articles, damn it, that's what we do this week and all weeks for you good people. So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias at DearPodOfficial on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. Go check out our website, binge every last sexy episode, DearPodOfficial.com. Email us your advice questions and we will attempt to answer them on the air right here. That's right. Slide on in to our DMs. And then slide on over to DearPodOfficial at gmail.com, old school way. Email address. Uh, Check out our YouTube page, of course. And finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every damn day of the week. Well, maybe not day, but just every week. We'll send you things if you send us cash. And then we'll use that cash on cookies. We'll take that money and then we'll go down to Disney and we'll ride the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't uh, have done that. I made the biggest mistake. <laughs> so uh, this is an interesting topic that we have here this week at the pad uh, that Patty, of course, came up with. Very smart, very sharp, very interesting. This week's topic is priests. priests. Try a little priest. Have a little peace. In my, in my priesty, priesty, my, uh, yes, priests, priests. So you, your your mother wanted, your grandmother wanted you to become a priest. Yes. And you were gung-ho on this? Becoming a garbage man. Oh, you wanted to be the garbage man, that's is right. Is a priest. <laughs> it is. You're I'm just a just, really. I'm, I'm a garbage person. I'm a garbage life. You are a luxury garbage person. <laughs> Not for long, my friend, because you're that's in career right. counseling. I'm in Career account. I need a counselor. At the end of these sessions, just going back real quick. I go to the Hall of Presidents. You go to the Hall of Presidents and we put you in the back <laughs> <laughs> near Trump, who's only halfway visible. Do, does At the end of this, does he basically say, I believe that you should go into the following fields? Um, does he give you his professional assessment? I don't know. I haven't gotten to the end of it. I haven't got to the end of the but ride. But like, yet. I know, but do you have when you get to the end of the ride? But is there an understanding of that when you sort of sign on for this, or can he not offer any guarantees? No guarantees. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we are going to keep checking in with you. Okay. How about like getting the Eucharist like on your tongue from a priest? Ah, uh, I have never understood. Why that happens. See, this is like another fucked up thing about the church. It's like, uh. Do you, you want me to do what? You, I sit down you're here. literally opening I, your mouth. I open up my mouth, you. put my tongue out, and then you put your finger in it. And you're. Okay, cool. you fucking dirty bird. Also, remember in the beginning of the pandemic, because what's wild is now we're at the two year mark. You sure? Two year anniversary of the pand. And 
we, I remember it was Easter because we all thought, remember they were like, things will be back to normal by Easter. Which no, was, we didn't say that. Our president at the time said. Our half, our half vis- visible president. <laughs> our Hall said of Presidents. Said by Easter. By yeah. Easter, everything If everyone turns on their microwave, it'll all be gone. It'll be fine. And then we're just going to drink bleach cocktails <laughs> and have a wonderful, this is a lovely Easter <laughs> that we're having here. I'm fine. I had COVID and see. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I could, I could run a marathon. You couldn't before. I can now, goddammit. I'm having somebody else run, and I'm just strapping myself to his back. Remember when he had COVID, and he's like, he took his mask off, and everyone's like, he doesn't look good. <laughs> like, you look awful. Don't put the mic I'm on fine. him. Don't, Don't believe him. it. Don't believe what Fauci tells you. Don't put the mic on him. He's fucking dying out there. And in Easter, Easter rolls around, and we're all like, going further and further into our holes of separation. And I we watched the Easter Mass. They still had an Easter Mass, and that was like in the height of everything. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, we're still going ahead. God wants us to have an Easter Mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral. So, of course, we tuned in. And people were getting communion in the middle. In the As soon as they're saying, like, don't touch each other, don't touch your face, don't touch anything, don't touch the air, the air is airborne, it's bad, it's airborne <laughs> air that's going to kill you. And... These priests putting mm-hmm. putting a cracker on everybody's tongue. If I were a priest, I would have done like one of those like um, like how they you put money in that one of those guns, those those money guns, yeah. and just start shooting, <laughs> yes, yes. shooting out Eucharist yes. in the middle. You All win. Right, <laughs> Catch it in your mouth. Oh my god, that's how you win. Nailed it. It is when you win the money, they just shoot it at yeah. you. Yeah. That's exactly it. Oh, we have nuns in our family, but we don't have priests. Hmm. Shocking lack of priests. We don't have either. We had a lot of Irish priests around us all the time. Yes. There's I, always the cool one. I have a brother-in-law whose brother is a priest and another brother-in-law whose brother is a priest. Oh, so your priest, 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 priest once removed. White. White. This I, is wonderful. I, uh, how do I say this? Como se dice? Um, mm, I find a lot of them full of shit. <laughs> oh, you think? Especially when they like, when they like, they do like those faux, like, yes, I knew, blah, blah. like at my dad's funeral, someone got up and one of the priests got up and was talking about my dad. And I'm like, yeah. Did you meet him? I don't <laughs> you know, understand like, that. That's why I don't understand why or they people. Get very, they get very like flowery with their talk. And it's like, just fucking wrap it up. We're yeah. all fucking tired from Tell crying. Tell me you gave them one of these. Yeah. The finger swirl in the air that says, okay, we're crunching. <laughs> you start playing a violin or like you cue the orchestra to play. All right, can we wrap it up here? There's we like got to get, we got a buffet like a red, to get to. You pay attention to the red and green light behind the church here. Yeah. Yeah. Give him the light. Give him the light. I'm so conditioned for that light. It's like a Pavlov dogs thing. I'm like, I got to wrap it up. I got two minutes left here. Uh, he like, was a really good guy. Uh, there was, we had one priest um, that it was like, he didn't give any flowery shit. Like he'd give us like a homily, a sermon, whatever. But it was just like done. And like when I was an altar server, he would like, you know, He'd have to give like his, you know, song and dance, but it's very like direct and whatever. It wasn't if he didn't know you, he didn't know you. If he knew you, he knew you. And you got the express service. Yeah, as opposed to like there was a gentle field. Oh, go scratch! No, God, you're like, what? Can you imagine if some priest said that about me at my funeral? That's why I never understood like the priest eulogizing. I'm like, you, you're literally you're reading from a, a 
a sheet of paper that's like, I remember, dear Carl. <laughs> he was, you know, it's like, and the pronouns just change. It's like yeah. he slash she was. Yeah, I don't get it. So we got priests here today, people. We got articles on priests. Do you want to kick us off? Sure. Do it. This is from the Daily Press, Victoryville, Victorville, California. Victorville. April 24th, 1974. Priest unloads his, his own woes. Stop it. Stop it. I can't believe that this. Okay. What? That got, that got the green light. Like, that's fine. Print it. Is there another word that we could use before unloads? Unsheaths? No. no. We're going to stick with loads. Peels it back? No. <laughs> what? what? Takes it off? <laughs> okay. Dear Abby, I can't, <laughs> dear Abby, I can't receive a personal reply because my mother has the habit of, quote unquote, accidentally opening my mail. I'm a 35-year-old widow. My husband died last year, and I'm back home living with my parents. I attend church regularly. A month ago, during confession, the priest, who's about my age, suddenly said, you people think you've got trouble. What about me? Then he started to unload all of his problems on me. I felt utterly helpless and ill-equipped to listen to him. I told him I sympathized with him, and then I left. The next time I went to confession, he did the same thing. Only this time, he got very emotional and broke down and cried. Oh, my God. I really like this priest <laughs> and don't want to get him into trouble with the church, but I dread going to confession again. He seems perfectly all right otherwise, but there must be something wrong, wrong with him. That is awesome. How can I help him? Signed, feeling helpless. Dear Helpless, you can urge him to see a doctor. Like any other man, a priest can have a nervous breakdown, and it appears that this is what's happening to him. I love that a priest makes somebody else's confession about him. That's a millennial priest. I've been to a therapist that did that. That made too. it about them? Yeah. What did is you say? So- we were talking. We're, You're I, like, I would love to hear your problems, but I'm paying you $250 to hear about mine. I saw this therapist in my freshman year of college, and um, I think I was trying to, I couldn't figure out like what exactly was wrong. And we're talking. She's like, oh, you think you've got problems? How about being a Native American woman on this <gasps> campus? Blah, blah. I'm like, who drives a bike and blah, blah, like a Harley. Blah. I'm like, I don't know. I can't, I can't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm neither Native American nor a lesbian or um, I'm a woman. I'm also your client. And I, and I thought that I was, I, I'm confused what this is. <laughs> Did you ask her for half your money back then? I, no, I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. Do, if you want, do you want to lay down? Like, what did you, you le- what did you legit say to her when she was making it about herself? I was like, oh no, I, I, I you know, as the people please, oh I don't, oh you're right, I don't. Oh no, Patty, as a people pleaser, <laughs> you like only reiterated your shit. I'm, like, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's my fault. It's my fault. It's you know the way it's been my fault since I was a child, which is yeah. what we were just talking about right, right anyway, before you made thank it about you. Oprah. you. Yeah, thanks for making, thanks for bringing it back to you. You know, when I wax my 50th car that I bought, I just, I did, we're ta- Oprah, we're talking about starving children at your school. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Oh, you've sinned. <laughs> Bless you. Bless oh, like, me, I got time ghost. to listen to this. What'd you do? <laughs> Swear, masturbate, watch some nudie mags or Two something? Two Hail yeah. Marys, that right. should cover oh, it. Oh, my God. I, like, how do they also... I got just... fucking rock hard when Tommy Two-Tones came in to serve mass with me. How about you... that? Bless me. Yeah. Bless me, Father, for yeah. I'm about to sin. <laughs> Jesus, I had to put my dick in the baptismal phone just to calm down. <laughs> Let's just say, don't drink the... the... 
sacramental <laughs> wine this week, okay? Also because I drank half a bottle of it. But it's Christ. about you. It's yeah. about you oh, and your sins. Yeah, okay. Well, now what? Hail Mary. You ate meat on Fridays during Lent. Wah, wah, wah. La, I had sex with a teenager this morning. <laughs> and it's still inside me. I jerked off in a sauna. <laughs> There's not enough Hail Marys on this earth that's going to get me to where I need to be. I should be arrested by now, but bless you. What, you had to go to confession, right? Is it, like Someone held a gun to your head. The best part was I had to lie about my, what I was confessing about because I felt like I didn't have enough good stuff to confess, <laughs> which basically is a perfect thing to be like, uh, I hit my brother, I swore 20 times, and I'm lying about this confession. So, <laughs> Did you ever watch the movie Heaven Help Us? No, what is that? um, uh, Mary Stuart Masterson and Andrew McCarthy or something. It's like in 1950 something, and it's like all boys' school, all girls' school, and they talk about um, how rigid it is. And they're they're in line. All the boys are in line to go to confession. He's like, "What are you confessing?" He's like, uh, "He's like, well, I'm, I'm." He pulls out his list. He's like, "What? (laughs) You can't say this. No, no, no. You, you swore a couple times. You were disrespectful to your mom. You can't go in with this list." (laughs) You'll never come out. You understand? I'll never see you again. I killed a clown, buried him in the backyard. So our confession, first of all, I hated confession. Everybody did. You're a kid. When you're a kid and you had to do it (gasps) face-to-face. We never did face-to-face. We were always in one of those things. The booths. Oh, wait. No, no. We did did do it face-to-face once. What a horrible practice. Telling kids that they have to go and sit in front of this guy. Uh Uh-huh. And tell him everything you line. did wrong. You're and in you're in line. line. Yes, you are. Bless so literally, you're just like hanging out with your friend. And yeah. What are you going to confess? What are you? Bless me, Father, for I sin. It's been six weeks since my last confession. Go on, son. Ew. Okay. I um, took the Lord's name in vain maybe 1,500 times. <laughs> While um, standing in I was line. Mean to my mom. And like, I never said anything. Like, I don't want to be like. You never know. Like, what am I supposed to say? It's like I've said. I never write in a diary the true truth of what's happening in no. your head because if somebody finds it, you'd be arrested. Yeah. What? What kid? Like, what seven, eight-year-old is going to be like, oh, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I cheated on my wife and my taxes. I smoked five packs today, <laughs> and I said, God damn it, about 60 times while I was standing in line behind Timmy. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Um, I masturbated 17 times. You did? Wait, week. stop there. <laughs> What were you watching? I uh, was just watching some kind of porn. What kind of porn? Organ grinders. Uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, you know, sorority girls. Yeah. Uh, were there any guys in there? Um, yeah, there was a few. And did you like that? I, what, what do you mean? Um, did you like what? Did you like what you see? I mean, could you describe the plot? Yeah. Are you warm? You want to take that shirt off? Yeah. What? Yeah. This yeah, is a funeral. No, it's just us. It's just us. <laughs> We're at a funeral, Father. Why are we doing confessions at a funeral? I don't it's understand. just a two-in-one. It's like a Taco Bell hot dog stand. Yeah, know? exactly. KFC Hagen dazs It's just, <laughs> let's get all in one. Let's just get the shit done and get on with the road. Get on the road. I don't do confession. I can't. I mean, could you imagine if I went now? I'd be like, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been about... <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. How much time do you have? Page (laughs) one. I hope you don't have any other confessions booked today. Let's start, I guess, at 93, which is probably the last time we went to All right, so let's see. Uh, Last time I confessed was was Clinton in office in 92. Yeah, yeah, about that. Okay. And let me check the Hall of Presidents. (laughs) I'll I'll get back to you. No, no, no. (laughs) No, 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 you never come back. (laughs) 
All right, I have an article for you about priests. Are you ready? Yes. You're going to like this one. I doubt it. It comes from the Colton Courier. Colton, California. It's a lot of C's. Yeah. May 4th, 1962. Priest, comma, Anne differ over cracker crumbling question. Say that a couple of times. Dear readers, well, I'm in the soup. Right along with the crackers, I said it was all right to crumble. The following letter was written by a Catholic priest. Dear Anne, for years I have been an apostle of proper eating habits, and in one sentence you seek to destroy all the work I had written in a handbook on proper eating habits for young seminarians. I quoted my authority about the breaking of crackers. It is Esquire Etiquette for Men, Lippincott, 1960. It had this to say. Only the slob breaks saltines into his soup. If a cracker is meant to go in the soup, it is meant to go in whole. Croutons should be first put on the butter plate or on the cloth, then dropped into the soup, whole, a few at a time. The good father continues. For years I have been telling people it is improper to break up crackers in the soup, and now you come along and give the opposite advice. What is your authority? Can you enlighten me? Signed, Father L.G. Dear Father, lip and cotton your handbook to the contrary notwithstanding. I'm not backing down one inch. Good manners should make good sense. The polite person is one who, can, who is considerate. He does not offend or make others uncomfortable. When one sits down to a bowl of soup, the question should not be, what does Lippincott say, but what is sensible? Crumbling crackers into the soup is not offensive, and it makes a great deal more sense than biting into crispy saltines and dropping cracker crumbs all over your vest. So, in reply to your query, Father, my authority is common sense and logic, and you can't be that, can ya? And... That seems very lengthy for That was intense. Yeah. I mean, people have written to her about, you know, incest, and she said less. <laughs> but this is crackers and soup, and she's going up against a man of God. What kind of crackers are you crumbling? Host in your soup? Of course you got to crumble it, because that shit's got to dissolve. It tastes like ass. It tastes like cardboard ass. I remember wanting to eat, uh, wanting that host so much, because you couldn't, you know, have... Host until you were what? Not confirmed. <clears throat> baptized. Not baptized. Communion. Go- communion. There. You have your communion, and from then on, you can get up and get host. Right. But didn't you ever just want to get, like, a thing of spray cheese and put it on it? Just right. You, you take it in your hand, and then, you know how you're supposed to put your, your writer hand underneath? Uh-huh. And then what they don't know is that you have a little cheese whiz underneath. Yeah. And then they, they say, in the name of the uh, body of Christ, and you go... Amen. One second. Amen. I want up your father. It's pimento. Now I'm going to wash it down with this beverage that everyone else has been drinking. Carlo Rossi. <laughs> Asti Spumante. The best wine this sacristy has. I don't know how everyone got sick. <laughs> I don't know why. But did you ever want to eat host? I just when I when I picked this out, I was like crackers. Oh, I was like maybe they're differing over like I like the idea of putting host in soup. Why not? Um, and I was so disappointed the first time I tasted it. Yeah, well, I mean, I also like bland stuff like that. So well, like we come you know, like from Melba the bland, toast. Yeah, so I kind of you like is, host. Yeah, I kind could of could you do. eat like a sleeve of host? I probably could. It's Watching funny t- when like you're. You become an altar server and like you, you know, you see like how everything's made and you're like, 
Oh, there's literally a closet of hosts. How are, why is this so sacred? <laughs> I don't understand this. It's next to the toilet paper. You, know, you, you for some reason you think like the host is made like by like nuns in the background. They're making it like from like like uh, fallen no, from they're the sky. They're milling it, yeah. Right, and then it's, it comes Orders in a plastic sleeve. Yeah, and they just throw it in this like golden chalice. Like they might as well be Biscoff cookies. Yes. Which, by the way, taste superior to host any day of the year. And, True. And it's weird that they don't put it in in, in some sort of like holy area why is it like with all the leftover bibles and it's like next to the candles yeah it's just sort of thrown into the yeah i remember like i think that was like where i think there was like a safe and like sort like all like the fancy chalices and all that stuff was like that's where we keep the good chalice yeah i'm like what i don't we've got guests bring out the good chalice (laughs) and the good corral and the tasty host Well, also, Welcome I'm, to Knights of the Round Table, you know, uh, otherwise known as church. <laughs> we don't have Jules here, but Jules was an altar boy for most of his life, his young buck life. Yes. And uh, I think he would be able to tell us on authority. I think it's not host until the priest is like, now it's host. It's like, oh, it's like a magic trick. Right. Well, he's they have to bless, bless it. it. Yeah. You bless us. This is the body of Christ. Can you picture just walking in on him just... Like a priest is in his little like priesty green room before the service, just his feet kicked up. He's watching Animal Planet and he's mm-hmm. eating host right out of the sleeve. Yeah. Like we all eat thin mints. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting there watching uh, Anna Green Gable. Father Sullivan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we also had to like ring the bells. I don't think they do this anymore. There are, there are you know, there's parts of the mass yeah. where you. Ring a bell. Yeah. Like, this is the blood of Christ. You ring a bell. <laughs> you did, did you do it with a fabulous flair? Well, my first mass was, I think, the first week or so was a 6.30 a.m. mass. Ew! So you're just kind of like, and the priest was so fucking mean. And Ew, well, it how was just... It was 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, and you're just like, you don't want to... You can't ring it too long, too short. And you have to, like, a certain way of doing it. And I'm like, uh-huh. this is insane. And then there's also, there were bells. There was, um, there was like, a little, like, box of buttons. And uh-huh. it would ring the church bells. Oh, that's fun. Right. Did Which you have kinda... access to that? Yes. But it's very strange because you're sit, you're squatting on the floor behind the priest. Oh. And pushing the buttons. You're like... Who put this? Okay. Yeah. Like this button box could be anywhere. Uh, so the box is uh, at crotch level, right behind the <laughs> altar. And you got to push it, but you have to push it with your tongue. And by the way, I'm rectum. not wearing my robes today. Right. I have. You have to push it with your tongue. <laughs> Wait, what, Father? That's Just, right. That's what God wanted. You know, we should probably practice this. You know oh. what? Let's move the button box closer to my button. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that, that, do it one more time. Oh, yeah. You oh, can yeah. do it better. Oh, push yeah. it harder. Oh, the blood of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the button it's like, box. Wait, why are we drinking the blood of Christ? That's disgusting. If you ever wanted to to irritate the priest, did you ring the bells a little bit too long? Yeah, and then you kind of get like the Liza look. ring them bells. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't even know why I wanted to become an altar. It was like everybody's becoming an altar server. Then I became an altar server, and I couldn't pass the test because I really didn't care. I didn't really care about no. the Bible or whatever. And they're like, and like the pop quiz. I a horrible test taker. Horrible anxiety. You had to take a test yeah. to be an altar boy? Yeah. What What was on the test? 
Where's my button box? It's like, I think it was like all the, the shit that you have to, you know, the stuff that they use and the parts of the mass. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't care. My parents didn't teach me this. Didn't you go to mass? Yeah, but they don't tell us Yeah, anything. but I watched it on Dynasty. Yeah, it's different. It's different. Now, I just want to go home and, and check in with Linda Evangelista, <laughs> Christy Turlington, all of my heroes. I just want to put on my purple fur and sit down in my backyard. I just want to walk around a pool like I have high heels on. Right. Are we done here? Yeah. I don't care about God that much to learn about what it's I need fine. to do here. He's fierce in that little rap. He's fierce. All right. Here we go. This is from the Tampa Times, Tampa, Florida, September 11th, 1965. Dear Abby, I don't mean to be disrespectful toward anyone's religion, but can you tell me how a priest who has never been married can tell married people how to get along with each other? Also, how can he give advice on problems of love and romance when he hasn't had any up-to-date experience along those lines? Thank you. Thank you. Curious. Yeah. Dear Curious, most priests have had special training enabling them competently to counsel those who need help in all areas of human relations. Bullshit. A doctor doesn't need a boil on his neck to cure one. Oh, I don't know uh, about that. Let's not. Yeah. I hear that's you. Not, I hear you. I mm. see you. Mm-hmm. I honor um, you. It's so wild that they actually still do pre-cana. Pre-what? Pre-cana. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. Pre-anal. <laughs> kind of, sort it's of. It's different when a priest is pre-coming. I mean, pre-cana. I mean, pre-cana. pre-cana. Yeah. When you do pre-cana. It's, pre-cana is when you're supposed to, if you get like married in the church, you have to like have sessions with the priest. And he's mm-hmm. like, so uh, when do you plan on having kids? Because God wants you to have kids. And mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. Um, I, would, I would not do well on this. Are you kidding me? Could you imagine me in pre-cana? No. I don't, I don't know if there's any history of somebody swearing their way through pre-cana, but that would be me. You'd be like Miranda. This is bullshit. Uh, we're going to take this out. We're going to take this out. We're not doing that. <laughs> this is crap. You're crap. This is all crap. <laughs> bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. You can keep the part about Jesus, Mary Magdalene. Right. So you're lecturing me. You have been celibate now for 35 years. And I use quotation marks around celibate. Celibate. Yeah, you allegedly. You haven't had a relationship other than with, quote unquote, God yeah. and his son. And you're serving time, but you tell me how to run a marriage. Right, right. And you're talking about communication. Are you ra- aren't you you wrapped up in a scandal right now? Because yeah. you're part of a larger organization that gives billions of dollars for raping and uh, uh, yeah. abusing children. Anyway, so I've seen Spotlight on. with Brian Darcy James. Yeah. I know how this story ends yeah. for you, but tell so, me more yeah, about how. Lecture me on communication. <laughs> <laughs> tell me how to be a better wife. Let me say this. If I were better at communicating, would it be better than if I saw something and then said something to the archdiocese <laughs> to then make it better for all of us so that, you know, we're all trusted again? Or no, are we? I'm confused. Patrick, how did you get kicked out of pre-cana? <laughs> <laughs> Any questions today? Uh, I actually have several. Patrick, there's a <laughs> message from Father O'Sullivan that says, please don't come back to the church. Do you know anything about this? Oh, I'm definitely going back now. <laughs> but I'm going back with recording devices. Um, I thought I said you're not allowed to come back. Oh, I'm not done, Father. You only communicate with your wife. <laughs> only. Not New York Times. Not Boston Globe. Only. Let me get this straight. I certainly love God, and I love what we're doing here, and I love your outfit. <laughs> I, and love, I love this your whole little thing. Yeah. yeah, but let me get this straight. So, and so God is up in the sky, but yet we 
can't find him, we can't see him, and we have a telescope that can see Pluto, and we still can't see heaven. So beyond that is where God is, and heaven is and hell is below us, even though we drill for oil, and we still can't find that either. I'm a little confused. Uh-huh. And then you tell us that we're drinking the blood of Christ and his body in the host. Is this right? Have you a had human the blood? consumption? It's just... delicious. Try the blood. It's Try delicious. the blood. It's delicious. Don't believe me. Ask the dishes. I eat host while I watch. I have a, butt, buff, a what? button near my crotch. There it is. I was going to bring it. I was like, button box is what I wanted to say. And I couldn't give it. I was like, but, 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 but. It was a remix. Ba, 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 button box. We also had priests in high school, and I think I hated everyone. In every oh, because you went to there. a Catholic school. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> you got like double duty. And I just and I mean was duty. Like, yeah. I was just like, I don't get it. I don't get this thing. I don't trust you. Why are you so angry? Like, I thought priests and nuns. Oh were my god, to be happy. nuns are the most angry. Like, I, you, I, if you're, I'm sorry, if you're married to Jesus Christ or whatever. Shouldn't you be happier? It's because they're celibate. They're walking around like, oh, God said I can't do this, so I'm going to hit quack, you with a ruler. Quack, 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 quack. I'm happy. <laughs> I married the Lord. <laughs> and we're in a wonderful, loving relationship. And it's not open. He doesn't talk to me anymore. He doesn't he just sits in front of the TV. The Lord just sits there with his hand down his robe. Judging and watching and judging and watching. I can't even touch myself. I'm fine. Do this. Don't do that. Moses part of the sea. Blah, blah, blah. Well, why don't you go and live with Moses? (laughs) If you're not happy with me, I'm so happy that I married the Lord. Look at this ring. Look at this ring. Look at him close. You're like that. You're like that. You fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nuns. That's why they call them none. All right, I have one more article for you as the battery slowly drains on my computer. And by slowly, uh, I mean quickly. Yeah. This comes from the Sun Herald, Biloxi, Mississippi, February 26, 1979. Priests bound to honor their view of celibacy. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Dear Ann Landers, several weeks ago you printed a letter from a woman who is in love with a Catholic priest. Well, I'm another one. Maybe if enough people speak out on this subject, something will be done. Most priests are lonely, unhappy men who need women. Women? Women? Many of them don't do without. I wonder what what the people in their parishes would think if they knew. I would prefer that my priest experience love, a complete giving of oneself, instead of just mouthing meaningless words from the pulpit. Love for all mankind must start with loving one person. Nobody wants to talk about this problem, but with the new Pope, maybe they will face the issue. A realistic approach is long overdue. This is 1979. Mm -hmm. Signed, a woman. Dear woman, I believe priests should be permitted to to marry if they choose so. I also believe they will be given the choice eventually. (laughs) In the meantime, if a priest cannot honor his promise to remain celibate, he should leave the priesthood. Thousands have. I do not agree that most priests are unhappy men who need women. Some perhaps, but not most. Nor do I believe that love for mankind must start with loving physically one person. Many celibate priests feel they cannot belong to many if they give themselves to one. Aeon! Women who love priests. All I can think of is uh, Samantha. 
I masturbated all afternoon. Would she call the guy Friar Tuck? A Friar, Friar Fuck? fuck. <laughs> That's a good line. It's back when it was well written. I brought these for you. I brought they're Lesseur peas. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she brings them out as if she's like like Elizabeth Taylor's white diamond. Exactly, like the reveal of yeah. it is mm. Lesseur mm. peas. They're the best. There's no one better than Samantha. I'm sorry. It really is not. Best character in the Lesseur. world. She goes for a priest. Lesseur. Mm. Uh, they don't marry, though, still, right? Priests? Yeah. I don't know. I think that they just kind of said, we're going to go along to get along, and the world will change around us, but we ain't doing shit. I would rather have a priest that's married, that's gone through some shit. Uh, yeah, that's a little grizzled. Maybe smokes Marlboro Reds. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it sucks. I yeah. want a priest like Ron White, just like, ugh. Let me tell you about this time I fucked this guy in Tulsa, Arizona. Now that, Father, forgive me. Am I right, ladies? Who hasn't accidentally used that uh, hypodermic needle they found on the subway stairs on the C train? Am I right? I mean, I've no? seen some shit. And then woke up three days later? I've with done your ass some bleeding? shit. No? no? Anyone? Just me? Anyway. Anyway, I've lived a life. Say Body a couple of Hail Marys. How, does, how do you find the punishment that fits the crime also? I remember going to confession and making making things up and then leaving being like, well, I have to do two Hail Marys and three Our Fathers, um, you know. And what's that One all cha-cha about? dance and yeah, it's like <laughs> the 13, Macarena. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta recite this 13 times? What is this like? Like, how is he back there being like... Bloody like, Mary? Like, like what if is you this? do two Hail Marys as opposed to three, is it less potent? The like forgiveness? What, like, what, what the hell is this it's thing? It's absurd. Like... That's the thing. As you dig get a older, ditch, like go to the cemetery, dig up cemetery plots for people, reciting the same prayer over and over and over again. Make shit real, exactly. Like okay, here we're gonna build the pyramids by hand. Oh, oh okay. wow! I just stole shit. a, I stole a, a wet and wild lipstick. I didn't know that I was gonna have to do that. Well, you should have thought about that before you did. I thought it was like four Hail Marys and two Our Fathers. That was yesterday. That was before these pyramids Rules, needed to be built. Rules change. Kid. Exactly, and you got to change with them. You know who knows a thing or two about the uh, Christ? Christ. Christ with arms! Let's call my mother! <laughs> and now it's time for the mob report. It's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. You heard the lady. Give her a holy dee 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 dee. A dee 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 It's time to call my mother. Find out what the weather is like where she's standing. And see what she has to say about priests. Loves a good priest. She might be napping. Hello? She rolled through about three letters that are not in the word hello. Did you catch that? She's like, la la hello. <laughs> la la Lilo and Stitch. Hi, how are you? I was just sort of dozing. That's why I sound funny. You were, do- <laughs> you were dilly-dallying? I was dozing. Dilly-dallying. <gasps> You're dozing. always dozing. We can't catch you in a non-sleep state. It's not our fault. <laughs> it's a lousy day. It's raining. It's snowing. It's miserable. So there's your weather report. Oh! oh. <laughs> and we're done here. <laughs> I said good day. Good day. And thank you for that I illuminating mob. She's so angry. Yeah. It's time for this season to be done. I know. March goes in like a lion, out like a lamb that ate a lion that's covered what? in a Sharknado. 
There's a lot Don't forget the mint jelly. Oh, there she goes again. Mm. I love mint jelly. Hey, hey, I'm cooking. I'm cooking. I got a corned beef and cabbage on the stove. I'm making. Aren't you Irish? No, not a bit. Oh! <laughs> but I like the way they eat. I know, bland. Yes, yes. No flavor. No, no salt. No, we got flavor. Salt and pepper and butter, man. Butter man? Who's he? Butter man, butter man, butter man, butter 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 man. Butter man. So the topic of the day is priests. Trees? Priests. Priest. Trees, I have trees. Priest. Priest. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been three years since my last. Amen. Okay. Okay. I I I'm with you now. Um, do, do you like priests? Um, I don't have anything against them. I, you know, if they had that issue sometime back, uh, <laughs> that nobody will ever forget. However, uh, but I, I had a good a good friend growing up that was a priest when I was in the band. I was in a CYO band, as you know. She always a, wants a to drop this. A saxophone player. She's very yeah. proud. I We're very yes. proud of your accomplishments in the CYO band, which, by the way, they kicked you <laughs> out eventually because they said, Ellen, they you're won't. 35. You have to stop coming to high school band practice. <laughs> you're freaking Yeah, actually, and, and, and he uh, he was like a really, really good friend. We, he was the spiritual director of the band. We had the marching and the music and the spiritual directors. What band and needs a spiritual director? Because it was a church band. It was it was a big circuit. I mean, it was a big thing back in the 1960s and 70s. So it how did he guide you guys? Did he take the trumpeters to the side and says, I want you to blow. I want you to blow like <laughs> God wants you to blow. No, no. I want you uh, to blow no, he, hard. he didn't play anything. Uh, but... Uh, uh, he was very, very good to all the kids, and and everybody really loved him. And he actually, he's the one who taught me how to ski. And um... <laughs> what the hell? What the hell band was this? Where were you going? I know. We used to hang out with him. As a matter of fact, my girlfriend and I, Pam, we used to go to the Did rectory on Friday nights just to visit him because he was on duty. You know, I guess if there's any kind of family emergencies or, you know, things going on, uh, people would come to the rectory and seek help of a priest. But Pam and I, we'd go over and we'd sit with him and we'd have ginger ale and cookies. And and if anybody came knocking on the door that had to see a priest for whatever reason, two of I, two of the two of us would put the glass up on the wall and try to listen to what was going on in the next room. But. Uh, <laughs> But this is more like I have we, never we heard this. With him. We hung out with him on Friday nights. We would go bowling. We've been to the beach. Uh, the, the, he would take about four or five of us every weekend. We'd go somewhere and do something. Uh-huh. And um, because he was with young young kids, not young kids, but what? like teenagers, <laughs> high schoolers, all, all, all the time because of the band. He was uh, uh, because of the band. And, uh, and he was, you know. He, he was he was very very sweet and we loved him and we never ever had any issues with him, so. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I don't think you were his type. <laughs> <laughs> and he was fairly young, actually. He was, you know, he was a nice guy. I mean, the more upsetting thing about this is that I truly learned how much of a dork my mother is. Yeah. She hung out with priests. She was in the band. She would go and like <laughs> hang out at church on a Friday night. She's in high school, Patty. 
It's no euphoria. <laughs> no. God, you needed to do some heroin. You okay, needed to do some lines. It was, it was, we didn't have much of anything in those days, you know, just go to the movies on Friday nights or hang out at the rectory, that kind of stuff. It was fun. <laughs> a lot different than the like show a, in Greece. Sounds like a rip-roaring good time. Yeah, you're no it Sandy was. Dombrowski. <laughs> he, he took us to the beach. What did he wear on the beach? I mean, Tell me the collar. Suit. He didn't no wear the collar? collar? Oh. No, no collar. Well, he re- wear the collar. No, he, he really didn't wear it. Yeah, he would. I guess he did wear it, but mm-hmm. not, but not on, the on the beach. No. <laughs> did he wear that a speedo, a or was funny. it like a trunk? Yeah. What kind of bathing suit was this? <laughs> Trunks. Um. Yeah, not 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 a speedo or anything Were like they that. Snug? Ew. Uh, do, do they have like a crucifix on them, or like Team God <laughs> written yeah, on the butt? When you get them wet, Christ appears. They were blazoned <laughs> with crucifixes. <laughs> did he bring anything like it for the uh, cooler, like host? Or just like uh, water. No, no, we could take care of that because he would drive. It was always him that would drive. So oh. that was um, that he was, was just. Uh, we had a great time. It was I had a wonderful um, teen year experience being in the band because that was uh, that was just uh, really a fun time. <laughs> and we compete. We were we're a competition. It was a competition, marching, maneuvering, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. Maneuvering. Uh, Maneuvering. I was oh, good maneuvering. No, very different. Uh, also, Patty, we did I tell you that we found she found a recording somehow of like her in band, like from I the have 50s a record 60s? here. Excuse me, I have a record here. I was in Symphony Hall with the band, and we won first first place that night. So I have it here in vinyl. If you're ever interested in listening. We're not. Oh, I am. That's for sure. I want it autographed. And um, <laughs> it, well, well, here's a big question then. What was it like yes. to peak so early in your life? Yeah. Oh, yes. It was only downhill from there, yeah. right? She's like, I, I guess I'll have kids. Stupid kids. Yeah. Well, this has been a pretty amazing moth report to do with priests. I am fascinated. Yes, well, I did not know you had a whole relationship, a friendship with a priest. And I didn't know you were such a nerd. I know. Well, you know, it was better to talk about priests than it was for me to talk about trees. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. but maybe I, next episode. Yeah, yeah, maybe next if we're trying to. She's like, um, I like deciduous. <laughs> I like oak. I, like I love shore, an elm. I like new. I like. I old. like Christmas trees and all kinds of trees. Yes, this yes. is priests is a much more interesting, sordid, in, uh, intriguing tale. To uh, topic. Tale as old as time. Yes. 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 Yeah. Well awesome. Okay, well, we thank you very much for being uh, on the pod this week as the Moth Report. Would you like to say goodbye to Patty? Bye, Patty. Love Bye. you, man. Have a good weekend, everybody. Aaron, <laughs> you too. Uh, Jim? No, no, he Jim ran too. out again. Yeah, he, he okay. ran out on her again. He something about priests, and then he went yeah. ran out crying. No, <laughs> he took off. Okay, well, you guys have a great week, and uh, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the snow. It should be the last of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, by the time this and episode drops, who knows? Yeah. It'll probably be summer. You never know. Yeah. Okay, guys. All, All right. right. Have a great one. You too. Bye. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Blesses. What a nerd. Yeah. What a Bless nerd. You. It's time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Instagram mail. Instagram mail.
cocktails, specialty mail. Whatever, touch my button box. You touch my button box. Out of the parish. Show me on the button box where he touched you. Show me on me. Ring them bells. Go on, ring them bells. Those aren't bells. Those are testicles. You're right. What if Liza did was in charge of ringing them bells in every service, and they're like, and he said, Amen. Ring them bells. Ring them bells. And everybody in the parish just like, it's like a Baptist church. It's the first time we got a standing ovation. I didn't expect that. I didn't know people wore Bob Mackie to Sunday service, but here we are. And look at that altar server. And Jesus said, let there be sequins. All right, we have an Instagram mail question this week. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, or slide into our IG messages if you want your question answered on the air. Patty? Yes. Hit me with it. Dear Pod, I matched with a guy on Tinder, and we've gone on a lot of dates in the past month. He seems to be really into me, and I'm definitely into him. He's cool and stunning. He's a former Olympian, and that's the problem. He looks like he was carved from marble. I'm having a hard time seeing what someone so gorgeous sees in me. I'm okay, look- I'm okay looking, but I don't have anywhere near an Olympic body. I'm afraid of going further with this guy and him seeing me naked. The thought of it gives me anxiety. Any advice on how to conjure up confidence? I'm ready to stop seeing him. Signed, bronze medal bod. Mm, mm, mm. Listen, body dysmorphia, if he's into you, let it be. If someone gave you a bucket of cash, would you wonder if your thighs were too big? No, you take the money and run. If Thor wants to wine dine and 69 you, then lay down and take it. Like Julia Roberts winning an Oscar, this may never, ever happen again. <laughs> Also, maybe because he is an Olympian is why he's into you. Maybe there's actually quite a lot of wonderful things about you, despite not having a medal. Maybe just being you is a gold medal, is having a gold medal at life and a kick-ass personality to boot. So you don't have a rock-hard body and a six-pack. Like Shania says, that don't impress him much. Just because the Olympian looks like he does doesn't mean that's what he's looking for. Hasn't the casting choices of C- on CBS shown anything? Leah Remini and that, that mall cop guy? Come on. So go on that date and send me back some pictures. Y- you know, for research. Uh, yeah, that's it. Research. I-, I need to know what this guy looks like. <laughs> Naked. I mean, whatever, with a fig leaf over his crotch. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Here's what Ann has to say. Dear Bronze, I once dated an Olympian. It didn't work out. He kept trying to finish first. So you know Kerry Walsh Jennings or Misty Maytrain or a Babe Diedrichson Zaharias or Melissa Joan Hart. He doesn't expect you to be. If you didn't have something he liked, he would have done the 100-meter dash by now. Besides, the way those Olympians hook up, odds are he's already had Olympic tail and he's ready to move on. There's a reason their motto is faster, higher, stronger, together. In fact, there was such a problem in the Olympic Village, the IOC started handing out condoms because, God forbid, the fastest and strongest people in the world procreate. These are not the people we should be stopping. They should be handing out condoms in Arby's, Walmart, Republican National Conventions. But I digress. Your confidence in this budding relationship shouldn't come from Mr. High Jump. It should come from you. Methinks it's time for you to start taking a Stuart Smalley approach. Look in the mirror every day and say, I'm good enough, I'm hot enough, 
And goddammit, Olympians want to hunt me. Because he does. He wouldn't have stuck around this long if he didn't want to put his javelin in your luge. So rest easy in the knowledge that you got what it takes to meddle. Good luck, you sexy son of a bitch. And happy pole vaulting. Aeon! And St. Attila raised the hand grenade up on high, saying, O Lord, bless this thy hand grenade, that with it thou mayst blow thine enemies to tiny bits in thy mercy. And the Lord did grin, and the people did feast upon the lambs and sloths and carp and anchovies and orangutans and breakfast cereals and fruit bats. And the Lord spake, saying, First shalt thou take out the holy pin, then shalt thou count to three, no more, no less. Three shall be the number thou shalt count, and the number of the counting shall be three. Four shalt thou not count, neither count thou two, excepting that thou then proceed to three. Five is right out. Once the number three, being the third number, be reached, then lobbest thou thy holy hand grenade of Antioch towards thy foe, who, being not in my sight, shall snuff it. Amen. Amen. I hope you buckled up, because this ride is hotter than Holla President's. You're going to come out of here completely sweaty and wondering what you did with your life. This is hotter than me and Halston in the balcony of Studio 54 at 4 a.m. I like the Hall of Presidents. All right. Are you ready for this? We're yeah. going to bring this bad daddy home. You can feel it. Feel it. It's cold. Thank you. Are you ready? Yeah. It's ta Specialty cocktail. Specialty drink. This is from but, but my brace can. But my brace. <laughs> I'm in. What if, what if Liza did all of the songs in like a, you know, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. you An eagle's wings. <laughs> like what psalms are sung in, in church? <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. Holy, holy, holy! <laughs> <laughs> she does like the Our Father instead of like everyone singing. It's like, this is not. <laughs> I got this, you guys. This is not a group effort. I'm gonna say the Our Father for all of us, okay? Like whenever there's supposed to be an Amen that's sung in response to something that a priest says, everybody's like, Amen in the back. Oh, shit! Was that a gunshot? Sorry, everybody. Sorry, force of habit. What can I say? Spirit. I felt he moved through me. (laughs) He moved through me once when I was at Studio 54, and he's moved through me ever since. You know what I mean? All right, this week's specialty cocktail is get ready for yourself sacramental wine! (laughs) 
James Jules. Ferris has no time for you right now. He is in the sacristy drinking the unblessed wine as Father Gentoli shakes hands with the attendees of the 1215 Mass. That seems really specific. All right, here are the ingredients. Are you ready? Yeah. One bottle of King David sacramental sweet red wine. Pour enough into a chalice that will allow a church full of Catholics to take a sip and then return to their pew. Always a fun word. Mm. Here are the tasting notes. I don't know how you spent your weekends in your childhood, but from third grade to sophomore year of high school, I was a rock star at my church. I was an altar boy. The job was simple. Prep every prop the priest was going to need for the mass and hand it to him during the big show. You were a stage manager, a dresser, and a prop guy, all at the same time. One of the most important presets was filling the water in wine glass decanters for that week's offerings. Ooh. Were we using a nice Cabernet from Napa, or perhaps a toothy Multipulciano from Italy? Nope. Just some shitty sacramental wine that the nuns from the local convent probably made with some old raisins and plums. The King David wine is from the Galilee region in Israel. Ooh, an import. That alone makes it really holy. I recognize that name from the Bible. It is a medium-bodied wine with a sweet, smooth finish made from Concord grapes, just as if you were drinking a jar of Welch's. So take a sip, genuflect, and say a prayer. All I know is that I will be asking God to forgive me as I dump the rest of this bottle down the kitchen sink. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> this looks disgusting. You know what? First of all, just look at the color for a second. It's, it's almost deep. brown. <laughs> I love a just, good brown are wine. Are you sure this isn't just prune juice? It, it is. It's it's like it, squoze directly from the... If it, it smells like can prune you juice. See, I can't, it doesn't even... I'm holding it up to this no. industrial light bulb. It take a whiff because it smells like grape juice. Oh my god! Literally, oh. That tastes like raisins. That is. That tastes like raisins. It really is. He wasn't. He wasn't joking when he says it tastes like raisins and plums. Raisins and dates fucked each other and squoze it into this. Yeah, and had a crappy baby. And then, and then threw an extra gallon of sugar in there. This is not right. I don't even know. You know, usually we say this is disgusting and then we take multiple sips anyway. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know that I can go back in. It's like juice. <laughs> what if you went up blood of Christ and you took a sip? Like, that's not right. Did you see the Excuse video me? I posted where that's I spat right. it back into the glass? I, you didn't see this? I made, I made a TikTok and uh, I was drinking a glass of red wine and I had Jules say, Take this, all of you, and drink. And then I sipped it, and he says, for this is my body. And I went, and I spat it back into the glass. Because <laughs> if you're at a party and someone's passing around wine, you're like, well, this is great. What is this, Merlot? And you're like, no, blood of Christ. Excuse me? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Where's that from? Israel. Israel has um, vineyards? Um, no, but we have blood. Yeah, it's the blood of... Christy. You see, I keep threatening to sip this again. Yeah. I don't you, know. What would ha- you could never get drunk on this. That's so, probably I mean, the point at church that yeah. no one's going to drink that. But as a kid, you think you're like, oh my God, look at all those people drinking wine. I can't wait until I'm old enough to drink wine. What if you were an altar server and you replaced the wine with NyQuil? We've secretly replaced sacramental <laughs> wine with NyQuil. Let's see what happens at St. Eulalia's Parish Priest Church. Everybody rise. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Turn in your hymnals to 
or use them as pillows. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Who puts Skittles inside of the Eucharist? Oh, my God. That's not funny. It tastes like ass. Or like Necco wafers. Ugh! Now that would be a great I'd go host. Up for I would. I'd be like, ooh, crunchy, a little sugary. Can't tell what the flavor, flavor is. <laughs> <laughs> the entire Necco wafer experience is like, you know, just I don't know. Do you taste something? I think I taste something. Is it blueberry? No, but I think it's like chalk. I also liked it when they were running out of Eucharist and they'd have to break them in half. So then you get like a quarter. Oh, what's the point of that? You got like half a. You got. I'm like, I don't even get full host. Christ. You don't get. <laughs> I ordered full Christ. Can I speak to your manager, please? God? What is this, his elbow? <laughs> I don't know. Last time I was here, I got half a foot. I'm not coming back to this church unless I get full priest. I need full, full Christ. Full Christ. I full Christ, full release. Full Christ, no fruit. <laughs> <laughs> no teeth. Full Christ, no teeth. Thanks. I'll be in the car. Do you guys have a drive through here at this church? We should now. Yeah keep doing it. I keep threatening to do no. it. It is awful. It's aw- it's awful. I'm sorry, God. Your wine tastes like shit. My bad. My Wouldn't it be great if like the <laughs> ceiling just ripped off the house? Right How now? dare you? I worked for years on that wine. Oh, wait. What's that? Wait, is this King oh, David? No. no, sorry. That's my, that's not, I didn't make that. It is a screw top, right? Timmy! <laughs> Get over here. God's got a, <laughs> a helper An named intern. Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> Always Hi, Timmy. Uh, it's Timmy from God's office. Yeah, I just want to say that he uh, apologizes for that wine. Mm, oh, well, tell it's... him po- apology not accepted. Um, if he can move mountains and he can make universes, then he should make a better wine. Oh, God, please, do, do I have to say that? Yeah, it's could just, you? I mean, it's my first week. I'll email him. Oh, I already burnt his toast. Okay. <laughs> All right. All I right. burnt his host. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.